Welcome to the Clinical Research Podcast, bringing you the latest developments in research explained by our world-leading clinicians, academics and scientists based in Nottingham. Catherine Fairbrother has just started as Research and Innovation's first Head of Nursing, joining NUH after 25 years working down the A6 at Glenfield Hospital in Leicester, most recently for the NIHR's Clinical Research Network. She trained in Middlesbrough and told me why she originally chose to specialise as a cardiac nurse. So cardiology was the first ward that I worked on as a student nurse and I loved it. I just loved the excitement of it um, and that dramatic feeling of, of, of saving somebody's life, which is a lot of the time that happens in cardiology. People come in after having a heart attack and, um, you know, it, it's a, they're very ill and to see them... Um, you know, get better and go home it is, is joyful. Um, but it's ever-changing and it's, it's, uh, there's always a new treatment around the corner and it doesn't stay the same and I think that keeps you on your toes so it keeps you more interested in the field because it's not the same thing every day. And that sounds like an obvious segue into getting involved in research to me. Yeah, I think, uh, I think research was always part of what we did. Um, it, was, it was not seen as an add-on. Um, it was just something that happened. Um, I was in a, 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 a tertiary centre delivering cardiac care, very research active, and studies were just about. It was something that we did um, and you helped out and it might be that you just took a blood pressure before a specific research trial or you might have had to take a blood sample um, or you might have given the actual trial drug if that was the case. Um, sometimes we got involved in other things where we were the lead centre um, we had a trial where we, with a randomisation line, so we would, somebody would ring and say, I want to randomise somebody into the Maverick trial. That's the trial it was. And um, I would go into a box, open the first envelope and say, you've been randomised to, you know, normal care. And you'd get this real disappointment on the end of the line because they wanted to give them the interventional treatment. But, but it was just things like that. And, and it just was there. Um, it was what we did. Um, and... and um, it was just really interesting to see that develop and now looking back over the last 25 years I, I see drugs that we use every day and I was involved in those trials all those years ago and that's really satisfying that's what makes you want to do research because you actually see it become reality and those patients that you're now you know looking after who are in a better place because of that trial that you delivered. So how did you make that shift then from being basically clinical, doing some research to being a research nurse? So I had a, a flavour of research by going to an investigator meeting for a particular trial that lots of nurses on the ward had taken part in. And um, it, there was two places at this meeting, one for the research nurse and one for another. And there was lots of us who'd helped. So our names were put in a hat and we were pulled out. And we went to this uh, really sort of prestigious closed down meeting as it was to, to talk about the results of a trial. It was in a fancy hotel, uh, which is all lovely. Um, and, and we were really looked after, but actually it was the buzz in the room. It was exciting and a lot, lots of clinicians and sci scientists coming together to talk about this trial and what difference it was gonna make to patients. Um, and I just thought, I wanna be part of this. You know, how do I get to be part of this? And at the time, there was only one research nurse in the unit. And um, about six months later, um, she, she told me that there was a number of trials coming and they needed somebody else to, to get involved with the trial. So they were putting an advert out for a research nurse. And it was a 12-month secondment 
sort of tight role but, but the idea was it was a rotational post so you do 12 months in research and then after that you go around the cardiac department as a clinical nurse again um, and I like the idea of that because if I hated research then I had an option to get out because <laughs> that's the thing when you don't know it seems very glamorous when you go to these meetings and all of those sort of things but actually what's it re really like to be a research nurse um, and, and I was lucky enough to get that job and um, I started and I have to be really really honest that for the first six months I did wonder what on earth I'd done <laughs> I didn't know why I'd come into this job. What were the problems? What was it that you were... It, it's so very different to working on a, a ward. And, um, and I think this still resonates with people now coming into research. When you're on a ward, um, it's not that any nurse can do any nurse's job. That, that's not what I'm saying at all. But you can be useful on a ward, no matter where you've come from or what your background is. So if I went and did a sh shift on a, on a ward now, I know that patients need to have a wash. <laughs> they need help with that. They need their beds making, they need drugs, they need feeding, all of those things. So you can actually be useful. In research, you don't have that routine and you have to make and generate your own work. And that's quite an alien concept when you've been very task driven. Uh, even just to manage a diary and, and you know, they're, they're not things that you're taught as a nurse. And the paperwork that's involved in research... Um, that again, although we have a lot of paperwork on the wards, it's very prescriptive. You follow a path, you know that what you're doing, but with research, you don't. Um, and reading protocols, you know, this big, chunky, big document that you, and you think, gosh, do I need to know everything that's in that document? And of course you don't, actually. But you do need to read through it and be thorough. Um, and it's just knowing what you don't know, actually, um, and how to approach a patient. And, and I was never actually taught any of this as a research nurse. Um, you know, I had a colleague who would sort of show me the ropes a little bit, but in the end, you just get on with it and you just learn as you go. And, and that is not the way to do things <laughs> by any means. And thankfully, we don't do it like that now. I think we have a lot more structure in place. But research was quite a niche um, role 25 years ago, really, 26, 24 years ago. Um, so I think we've moved on and there's a lot more structure. There's a lot more rigorous um, training in place that was never in there so we talk a lot about GCP training now and everybody has to do it didn't have to do that when I started in research and when you did when it did come in it was about 30 minutes long and now it's a whole day and that's just an introduction so it's very very different now but um, I did learn a huge amount um, but yeah it was difficult and just when you're working on your own and the workload's yours the difference again with the ward is that when you go home, it's still there when you come back with research. Whereas with it on the ward, there is another nurse that you've handed over to. Uh, there are other people caring for those patients. And when you come on the next day, it's not, you know, the patient's not going to be sat in exactly the position you've left them. But with research, that is the case. So if you haven't done it, it's still waiting for you the next day. And that's quite different to how nurses usually work. Um, so it is a big transition. But once I'd got my head around all of that, I just loved it. I was going to say, is there a particular moment or a, when the kind of penny dropped? Um, I don't know, really. Um, I can't really remember when that was, but I, I loved the environment that I worked with. And you work with people in a different way. So, you know, I, I was the, the, some of the medics that I worked with, I'd worked with on the ward, but this was quite a different relationship. Um, and it was a real, not, not necessarily what I would describe as equals, because 
we're very different roles and very different people but just that collaboration of working we were in this together and we were delivering this research study together and how could we make it work and we'd quite often work quite late trying to get papers written about particular research studies and getting them published and and um, just getting involved in all of that and and I love that I love the fact that what we did was going to change lives um when you're part of something like that it's it it it's the whole point of working in the NHS to me. Uh, I always say this, and people are probably fed up with me saying it, is without patients, we don't exist. Patients are the most important thing. Um, and if we can make our patients better by whatever means, and, and research is one of the strongest ways that we can do that. You know, research is tomorrow's care. And, and that's really important that people recognise that. And it's not about being a guinea pig. It's not about all of those things. It's, it, it, research can be as simple as a questionnaire, but it can make such a difference to that patient by the results that come out of that questionnaire. Um, anything that makes patients better has got to be a good thing to me. You know, I'm very passionate about patients. <laughs> and then you, you've arrived here. So yeah. what brought you to here? What was the draw to come to Nottingham after to drag you away from Leicester? <laughs> um, so I've been in the clinical research network for the last 12 years. So although working within the Horst Trust, which is University Hospitals Leicester, um, the network is a virtual organisation and, and I really enjoyed working in the network and um, the people that I worked with. And I, I've done five, six different roles in the network in the time that I've been there. But I just felt like there was something that I needed different um, and I think some of the pandemic perhaps made a difference. Um, so during the pandemic, I um, worked for the track and trace system um, out, out of hours. Um, so that, because I felt like I wanted to do something that was clinical. I'm a nurse underneath it all. But my role in the network it was a bit more of a managerial role. And although we had a very important part to play in getting research studies up and running and, and making sure that we could do that really, really quickly. And it was a very busy time. That pang of not being clinical during the pandemic was quite strong for me, which I was quite taken back by actually, because I hadn't been clinical patient facing for such a while, for a long time. And then in the second wave of the pandemic, I actually went back to intensive care and worked there for a short period of time. Um, but it didn't take me long to feel like I was home. And, and I thought maybe I need to be in a more nursing role. And, and I really would like a role that's a nursing role, but com combined with the management side that I've learned over the last few years, because you know they're the two things that I've enjoyed doing. And this role came up and it was almost like it was meant to be, really. Um, not that I thought I would get it, I've got to be honest. Um, but I, I, I just thought that's what I want to do, I think. So I applied for the job and here I am. And of course, the nursing, the research nurses here are very much on the wards or physically part of the hospital. That must have been a big part of it, from what you were saying. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, I've got lots of ideas about, you know, research nurse and, you know, having been one and then and you know, the ideas that you have as an outsider looking in as well and, and how you perhaps would do things differently and remembering what it was like to be that research nurse and all the things that you shouldn't do or how it shouldn't have been like that silo working and, and things like that. But um, there's something about particularly the pandemic and people being aware of research more and 
being able to showcase what we do in research because we do loads of research it's not about covid it's just brought it to the forefront in people's eyes that look at the difference that research can make we wouldn't have this vaccination program that's the envy of the world without the research um and i i really think that we could showcase that we do this in every specialty for every disease and nottingham is one of the biggest trusts in you know in the country um and is really strong in research but it could be stronger and um, we have a fantastic delivery team here. And, you know, with a little bit of tweaking here and there, I think we could be amazing. And I want to showcase that and ensure not only the trust, what we do in research, but also nationally what we do and internationally if we can. So what are those tweaks then? What things have you got in mind? I think um, one of the things that we perhaps don't do as well is, is perhaps come together as a collective. Um, there are over 200 people um, working in research delivery in this trust and I, I don't suppose anybody really knows that. It, that's an enormous number of staff and um, as, as a department that's quite sizeable and, and therefore to have people not really know what we do or be involved in it, that's, that's quite unusual for a department that size. And so we, I, I want to be able to show us a, a united research and innovation department and we've got to do that internally, so we need to come together under the umbrella of R&I so that we can deliver bigger and better, um, but feel part of something as a collective, because there is still silo working in research. There are still nurses or clinical research practitioners working on their own on studies, and we all need support, no matter who we are, and, and we could do that. And I really want to get a, a strong ethos of a, a really highly skilled research workforce so that we can deliver any study where we have the patient population um, and that we can we can really showcase what Nottingham can do. Um, so th those tweaks are around tighten up what that, that team looks like, that very large team. And then once we believe in ourselves united as a department, then we can showcase ourselves to the rest of the trust. And, and I really want to showcase um, clinical research as a career pathway. It is a good, strong career option. And I want to make sure that the, we've traditionally had lots of research nurses here. Um, we have some clinical research practitioners, but th there are lots of other roles that we could involve in research. And we tend to have just a couple or two or three types of roles in research where we could have quite a lot. Um, we could have apprenticeships. We could have... Um, advanced clinical practitioners and, and bring people from lots of different backgrounds. Um, it doesn't need to be just nursing. Um, my job title is head of nursing, but actually it's about research delivery staff. And, and I'm a firm believer that doesn't need to be nurses. Nurses are important, but there are other um, healthcare professionals that we need to bring into research as well. How for an individual nurses, because hopefully they'll be watching or listening to this, how do you think that might change what they do or the, the, their job role over the say next couple of years? Well I would hope that they would think that their job role is a bit more exciting. <laughs> um, the opportunity for people to get involved in different types of studies. Um, it, it, uh, research is a specialty in its own right, um, but there needs to be a combination of research and the clinical specialty. You need a, a combined approach. 
there, there are lots of areas where you have um, a, a workforce that is flexible and can go out and deliver any type of research study. And I think those type of workforces are really important. But I don't think you should just put all your eggs in that basket. I think you need that flexible workforce, but you also need the specialties around you so that we can deliver highly specialist and, and skilled studies. Whereas um, there are some that where you need to be able to pull people in to support delivering big studies. Um, so the combination of the, the, the things. So there'll be some people who really like changing their specialties and doing research in all sorts of different places and having that opportunity. And there'll other be people who, who want to really stick with their, their specialty in the same way that I did in cardiology um, and be a research nurse in that field or a research practitioner in that field. And, and I think we need to have those both, the best of both worlds for me and that option to, to choose that. But also the development of the people who are in our workforce. Some people have been in research for a long time and perhaps haven't had very much development in that for, for you know, no fault of anybody's, but just the way it's been. And um, very much want to bring research into the Institute of Care Excellence as well to make sure that, that our, our staff are given the same opportunities that other clinical staff and the trust are to, to sort of be on an equal playing field, really, which perhaps R&I has been forgotten a little bit. Um, in, in that way because it's so very different to what others in the trust do. I'm sure that with you starting in the role there's going to be no shortage of people with suggestions. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Questions. Are you, I assume you're going to be going around talking to people or how can they contact you? Or... So I'm, I'm very open and, and very honest and I would like people to be the same with me to, to me and um, I do have an open door policy generally so please feel free to pop in and say hello um, I have been going around and meeting all of the team leaders that we have in, in research and, and meeting, meeting different clinicians um, meeting people from the corporate nursing team um, and, and trying to see how we can work together to 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 uh, get R and I more involved in that side of things um, but yeah I'm open to any ideas I'm more happy to have people come to me via email or give me a call my mobile's on the system as well brilliant Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. There are links in the show notes for more information on clinical research in Nottingham and the website is nuh.nhs.uk forward slash research. Our email and social media links are there too. If you want to stay up to date with the Clinical Research Podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, wherever you normally get your podcasts. The more shows are rated and reviewed, the more search engines like them and the easier it is for people to find us. So if you can subscribe and rate and review us, you'll be doing it for science, not just for our egos.